Financial institutions in the U.S. have been under fire by distributed denial-of-service attacks. How have they responded to these incidents? Hi, this is Tom Field, Vice President of Editorial with Information Security Media Group. I'm talking today with Ronald Rather. He's an attorney with Faruqi, Ireland, and Cox. He's an expert on incident and breach response. Ron, thanks so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me, Tom. So, Ron, you, like all of us, have been sitting back and seeing this string of DDoS attacks against financial institutions. From what you see, how do you assess at least the institution's public evidence of incident response? Responding to a security incident is much trickier uh, than dealing with the data breach. In a data breach, the law defines uh, what the company has to communicate to the public. With a security incident, the companies are really balancing uh, the need to provide uh, guidance and support to its customers uh, and clients versus providing the bad guys uh, information that can do more harm than what the initial attack uh, could pose on the company. And a denial-of-service attack is a great example of that. Uh, so what happens is that uh, given the flood of packets and information, they try to shut down uh, the company's website. That alone does not create harm other than the inconvenience uh, for the user of that website. You know, they can't get on and see the balance uh, in their checking account. It's frustrating, but it doesn't cause uh, financial harm to the consumer. Uh, but oftentimes, those denial-of-service attacks are used by the hacker to hide the cloud a more nefarious uh, attack that, that they want to impose. So, you know, using that castle analogy that uh, we've heard about and used in the past, you know, I'm storming the front gate so I can draw your attention away from the back door. So the companies are really uh, in a bind uh, in terms of if they provide too much information about the incident, then they only help the hackers in educating them as to how well their attack's going on and whether it's time for them to, to try that backdoor approach. Uh, where, you know, on the other side, the consumer's frustrated because they can't get into uh, their checking account. So, Ron, there hasn't been a ton of information that we've seen publicly, but from what you've heard, what you've read, what do you believe the banks have done well, and where have they maybe fallen short? Uh, I think overall the banks have uh, done a fairly good job, uh, and mainly that's because uh, this is a security incident, and it's not a data breach. It's a little tricky uh, to you know, navigate how much you tell and, and, and in what way you do so. Uh, I think uh, in looking at this from the outside, there's been a lot of media interest uh, in this story, and I presume uh, that the financial institutions have been using their public relations departments to uh, provide the reporters that are publishing these stories with information uh, on the backside. So a lot of the themes that I would include in my communications that the company is being victimized, that this is a hacktivist, that this is related to something bigger and broader beyond uh, my client, the financial institution, that story is being told, I think, fairly well uh, in the traditional media, in print, in blogs, online. The, the center of the story has really been about the hacktivists and less about uh, the deficiencies of the company. Uh, I think uh, if I had one uh, complaint uh, for example, Wells Fargo, uh, in it, on its Twitter page and Twitter responses, uh, just said that its systems were down and it apologized for that. I think U.S. Bank did a slightly better job uh, by 
uh, and, and to some extent it may be because they were a later uh, victim of these hacktivists, but they did provide what I think to be the essentials uh, in terms of what was happening, why the system was down, but I think more importantly, providing workarounds for its customers. I know you're frustrated that you can't get online, but here's a 1-800 number uh, where you can call and do your banking. Uh, one thing that's been lacking in the media and I think in their responses is that there's no threat to individual personal financial information by a denial of service attack. I think that that theme uh, could have been played out more. Um, so generally saying, you know, there's really no, at least right now, direct threat to you, and I'm sorry that you're inconvenienced. Here's another way to be able to get to your information. Ron, we don't have a ton of experience here with hacktivist attacks, but from what you've seen, what you've, you've experienced with your own clients, what are some of the proper ways that organizations can anticipate and then respond to hacktivist incidents such as what we've seen? Uh, you know, I think that these companies uh, should have been prepared uh, for this type of event. I don't believe it was a surprise. Uh, in fact, since uh, at least as early April of this year, the number of uh, denial of service attacks on financial institutions have been increasing by 300%. Uh, in other words, they reported that even prior to this recent hacktivist event that they've been seeing uh, denial of service attacks. So I think they should have been prepared for it. Uh, I do believe uh, that uh, when these type of security incidents occur and there's a media interest uh, in the type of events, which there should be with a hacktivist event, it creates a media story that most people are interested in, uh, that the companies learn to uh, use the relationships that they have uh, with the media in order to use that vehicle as a way of getting out their message as opposed uh, to creating a message on their own either on Facebook, Twitter, or their web pages that centers the story around the financial institutions. In other words, to me, for the companies, from the company's perspective, it's much better that the story is about the hacktivists as opposed to about the financial institution and the strengths or weaknesses of its security. We're talking about financial institutions today, but really it could be any kind of a prominent organization that's victimized by a DDoS attack. For organizations that are concerned about such incidents, how should they be preparing to respond now? Uh, yeah, I think, as I mentioned before, they need to be certain that they have, either internally or externally, uh, individuals that have media contacts, relationships that they can uh, develop and use uh, to make sure that the story is communicated in a way that's beneficial to the financial institution. Uh, I think also they need to be prepared uh, for a bigger event. As I mentioned earlier, denial of service attacks often are used as a smokescreen to hide something more nefarious. You know, the back door, you know, attacking the gate is a denial of service attack, the front gate, so that they can hide the activity of trying to get in the back door. And so uh, when you have this type of security incident, I think the company needs to be prepared to deal with the hacktivist uh, media interests, but also to realize that there may be something bigger on the horizon, a breach and be prepared to deal with that. So organizations that have been attacked or may be attacked, what do their constituents most need to hear from them? I think first and foremost, they want to hear that the information, their information is safe. Uh, and that's not unusual even in a breach incident. You want to let your customers and clients know uh, that their trust of their data in you is not being compromised. And as I mentioned earlier, in, in a denial of service attack, uh, the actual data itself, um, if that's the only vector by which the bad guys are attacking you, 
your that personal information uh, is not at risk, and so I think that needs to be uh, communicated. Uh, there's all, always that need to be vigilant, and you don't want to overpromise um, because it may be hiding that backdoor attack that may result in a larger breach. So you don't want to say or do anything that two or three months from now is used against you when there is a broader incident. Um, but you want to let people know that that you can be trusted uh, in in managing their data. Uh, the other thing is we want to be able to have the convenience that the Internet provides to us, we being the consumer. So I think you need to convey uh, to the consumer, uh, one, timing in terms of when the web-enabled service is going to be available again, but also as U.S. Bank did, uh, provide an alternative means by which the consumer can get to their information, a 1-800 number, uh, whatever that may be. Ron, a final question for you. If you were to boil it down, what would you say is the single biggest incident response lesson that we've learned so far from these incidents? Uh, again, you know, from again, I'm looking from this from the outside, and what, what it seems to me is that the general media, so print, blogs, um, stories on the internet, I think that the, those traditional outlets have been used, whether intentionally or unintentionally, they've been used in an effective way to convey. I think most of what uh, these financial institutions want to get out. So the lesson uh, is to, if you have those contacts, uh, if there is a, an interest in this story via the media, to use that outlet to communicate uh, what the company wants to get out there on these particular issues. Uh, you want, I think, uh, you want to also make sure that you're dealing again with these consumer concerns that we just talked about. Is my information safe? Safe. Um, how do I get to the services that I'm being denied access to because of this bad guy's behavior? Uh, and recruit uh, all of these different uh, individuals into your communication plan. So if you think back, we're talking about recruiting the media, and now we're talking about recruiting your customers uh, into the process, uh, both of effectively communicating your message, but also, more importantly, improving the overall security of your systems. So customer, we've had this denial of service attack. Uh, if something else bad happens to happen, please let us know immediately uh, so that we can prevent uh, you know, any further manipulation of our systems. Well, Ron, I appreciate your time and your insight. And unfortunately, I think organizations are going to have the opportunity to take your advice. Well, thanks, Tom. I appreciate being able to help out on this. We've been talking about incident response to hacktivist attacks. I've been talking with Ron Rather, an attorney with Faruqi, Ireland, and Cox. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tom Field. Thank you very much.